Games Workshop Facebook. Hosted. Are we live? Kind of live. Am I live? Woo! Guys, welcome to Grim After I know you saw me, uh, but that was just Dickie putting in his uh, two-year notice. Don't worry. Um, Welcome to Grim After Dark, uh, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. Uh, My name is John. I'm here to misinform and try to entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. But folks, it is a task so massive, I can't do it alone. So let's meet the team. Uh, Starting with our good friend, Danny. He's advised me to state that he brings a wealth of tabletop knowledge and expertise to the table. It's Senor McDevito. That's true. I'm here. I'm Danny. See, I, I wrote <laughs> True Bill on your army lists. Like, don't, don't worry about it. You, you I got appreciate it. that. Um, we also have uh, the man behind the curtain, the guy who's responsible for everything you see that isn't just us talking, including cutting directly to the, of the intro. It's a master of the digital short. It's Dickie. I quit. Could have thrown him up. Could have thrown him up. I quit. What? <laughs> Could have thrown them up. Why? You well, it. we're going to stick to this one wide shot for a real long time. But yeah. before he finishes his two minutes notice, uh, it's going to be our guest host tonight is the original Stats Daddy, uh, Canada's most beloved bird outside the common loon. Oh. It's a man who literally refuses to talk about 40K well on any kind of show. It's Peter the Falcon. Woo! Ah! What, what are you chugging? A bag of milk? I'm not allowed to say on camera. Oh, you why? Are, you guys aren't sponsored. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, oh, we'll, we'll, I'll we'll, cover we'll it, cut like it this in post. the whole time. No one will know. It's purple. That's all you get. Oh, all right. He drink Gatorade. Well, that makes me think of something else, maybe, Peter, that is an illicit drink. Is that is that what's happening over there? No, well, I don't do illicit drinks at night. Oh, That's crazy. I have right over here. This is Mike Brand's hard lemonade. Um, I have this six of these, and it's exactly which I need. Black blackberry bubbly. It is oh, disgusting. No. no, I should not have drank it as fast as I just did. I'm all gassy <laughs> in my intense. stomach. This is gonna fuck up the whole show. I'm really sorry, guys. I'm not. That's all good. Uh, thanks for apologizing from that side. I'm but so today we... close to my camera. Fuck, dude, I love that. Keep right there because tonight we have a full slate as we find out what we've been up to in the last week in our patented new state of play segment. We're going to talk over the changes to the game from last week's balance data slate or whatever the hell they want to call it this time. We're going to hit the low points of the community as we go around the net. We're going to ask Pete questions provided by our wonderful Patreons and members. And we finally play real estate agent from the Grand Rapids, Michigan, greater metropolitan area yep. or competitive 40K player. What the fuck um, is a metropolitan? Metropolitan. It's a very long sentence that I wrote down. It's metropolitan. Metropolitan. That's where say Matt it's, Root lives in the city. <laughs> from Metropolitan. Guys, will it hit the heights of last week's Who's Grunt? Is it anyway? No. No. But we're still going to play. Yeah. Uh, without further ado, let's rush through our, our least favorite news segment. It's time for State to Play. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We did it. We did it. We, we did got it. there. <laughs> Uh, you, you hate it when Val's right. Uh, Val, by the way, is on mandatory paternity leave oh, right now. Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Yeah, absolutely. So before we go any further, yeah. Yeah. I I tweeted a thing earlier about how I think Val used to be part of uh, Rockapella, um, the oh, famous. Uh, have that be true. 
the fe- the famous band uh, that sang the theme song for the Carmen Th- uh, San Diego um, TV show and I believe video game. Um, so if someone could do some research for me, that would be great. If we could get a pickup here every time of that band member, you'll know which one it is because mm-hmm. it is a hundred percent. At least some really good Photoshop. Yeah, he was the he was the bass. I can picture this in my mind. Like when when he, when they sing, he's always the one that's like Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Can't do it because my voice just doesn't go down there. Right. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. Like I've got this chipmunk thing going on that he um, clearly didn't have. So yeah. Okay. Well, Danny, we're no. gonna talk. Well, Danny, we're gonna talk about a little bit about Warhammer stuff. So I apologize. Oh, no. There's actually a little warning here. Uh, there's gonna be actual discussion uh, of the game of Warhammer Forty Thousand. I had. not get him no. off it. Um, I know it's all of us. Tried uh, yeah. so hard. Through anyway, yeah. I'm just going to b- bust right on through you uh, headlong here. Uh, but mainly going to talk about what we've been up to. Danny, uh, Pete, you guys played any 40K this week? Any at all? This week I played a single game. Me too. You guys beat me by 100% each. Yeah. It's like a 1,000% increase. I think it's infinite, luck, right? Zero to one. <laughs> yeah, you can't multiply zero by one. Therefore, I already win, uh, which shows why I'm so good at 40K is my math skills. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, Pete, tell us about your wow. game. Um, I played some custodies into uh, the new, uh, slightly less deadly Imperial Knights, and uh, it went really well for me. I um, I had warned my opponent in advance that uh, Trajan Valoris ignores um, any kind of negative uh, impacts to any statistics, and he forgot. And at one point, he shoved his uh, Knight Warden that you know reduces damage by one and AP by one um into my face and i blew him up real bad and that was basically that was basically it so beautiful <laughs> that was the end of the game that's, that was that's the, he was out. real sad after that i mean yeah <laughs> the 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 dropping one armager two armagers in a list like or one big guy is um it's enough to make it uh, like a much easier game uh for custodians at the very least so sure yeah danny what about you you know what was your game uh, I played against Death Guard um, with my Dark Angels. Uh, I played against one of our local TOs. Um, it went really good for me. Um, I kind of shot his stuff off the table, and then the Terminators made like two, you know, eleven and ten inch charges, and like just ate his bull army. Oh, do you better flush those so, dice down the toilet uh, yeah. just to quick make sure? Yeah, quick. They were actually my rolling. If you're rolling 11 or 12 inch charges, you better flush those dice down the goddamn toilet to prove they're good. Yep. That's what I do every time I roll a six now. <laughs> you got to flush that <laughs> dice. Just tuck in the toilet. Yeah. I Game just stores. Have it right in the toilet. Game stores around North America just to, with plumbing bills suddenly going through the roof. Yeah. You know, Peter, I think that's the balance update we really needed. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Beautiful. Um, yeah. So that was good. You you handicapped yourself for this weekend's RTT by kicking the ass of the TO. So good job yeah. on that, Danny. I'll be sure to ask lots of rules clarifying questions. Um, and then yeah, for me like yeah, and I'll still lose. <laughs> That's okay because I'll not have a good time doing it. Uh, but yeah, going <laughs> down, I just have these guys. This was all I did this week was these these beautiful boys. I finally got a Necron Warrior scheme that I super enjoyed. Um, those bases, uh, they killed me. Uh, I did the orange, and everyone's. I was like, "What basing should I do?" And everyone's like, "Blue." And I'm like, "That sounds dumb." Uh, but finally got something I enjoyed uh, eventually, though it is like 
multiple layers of gloss varnish and things I don't enjoy. And then Danny, you did share this picture in our group chat. I just want to show him. He's on a new model. He is beautiful, though. He is beautiful. Look at that boy. Oh, thank you. That's amazing, Danny. That's way yeah. better than on shit. Yeah, look at that. Look at that orange. I just wanted to compare the two oranges. Like I just had fucking contrast on there. Danny layered stuff wow. and highlighted. It's every once in a while I'll do that. But not often. No. And I no, mean, no. by that I mean painting. Mm, mm. <laughs> I see it. Dicky, what you been up to? Ooh, uh so I did uh testing into Necrons actually, uh playing Thousand Suns. It was a delightful game. We're doing a lot of uh, testing to see which armies we're bringing. So, yeah, Necrons are super strong, actually. It was really hard to kill them. They just refused to die, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did you try shooting them? I tried shooting them a lot, but uh, <laughs> apparently they don't care. So, yeah. Good to know. Fair. Totally balanced. Uh, well, you know what? Let's let's break out here. Uh, we're gonna do some uh, breaking news. Well, not really breaking because we're once a week, and Good. this was last week. But you guys get the the gist. The jizz. Did you say the the trist? Perfectly. Yeah. Uh, also, I just wanted to make Danny miss his Eldari because uh, he was foolish and he took one army oh. with him back up to Alaska, and that army was Space Marines, which is usually a good safe bet. Um, but no one would know Aldari would be so incredibly balanced and fun to play out of the game. They're so good. Um, and then, as of last week, uh, Games Workshop waited until after Canada Day and Independence Day to release the first major update to 40K. Very good uh, with them to do. Strands of Fate and Towering mm -hmm. Sea. Yeah, you were free on 4th of July to just play busted shit. But the day <laughs> after, no. Um, back oh. under Imperial rule. Uh, Strands of Fate and Towering saw, saw the most major changes, uh, but guys, take us through these balance updates for 40k and what they mean for the state of the game and its first month of 10th edition. So I think the real big change um, that we saw was the points increase to the uh, Morkonaut. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's true. Real... And the Lord of Spells. Yeah, and the what? Lord of Spells. That one hurt my soul, actually. Well, especially yeah. the World Eaters yeah. one going up almost double the Chaos Space Brewing one. <laughs> um, it was very That's clear good. that these were problem units. Yeah. Um, yep. World Eaters win rate was too high. <laughs> yeah. Um, and not way too high. I mean, like, to be fair, the reason why these things all went up was they essentially hit everything that was towering that had a gun on it. Um, but uh, rather than, you know, looking at the towering rule itself which i get it's a really new edition um it would look really bad if you had to fundamentally the ch like change the rules on a, a core mechanic that you've implemented in the game mm, um even right. if it's a bad core mechanic um but yeah so we saw points increases to basically everything with towering that had a gun most indirect weapons in the game saw point increases and then we saw strands of fate move to one uh fate die per phase um, in the hopes of slowing down uh, the disgusting uh, Eldari menace. Yeah. Danny, how does that change the strands of fate work? Do you think that's a good change to that? Does that keep the original feel yeah. they were going it's, for? Or No, I think it's fine. Just one dice per phase is fine. You still get to use them as unmodified dice, which is really powerful. So um, that feels pretty good. Uh, definitely the Farseer lost, I feel like, a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of utility, and by that I mean bustedness. Mm -hmm, um, that mm -hmm. he had like where he I like, could switch I'm gonna write that down in a style guide. Like, instead of saying something's busted, I'm just gonna say it has utility. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it that 
that utility um i questioned every turn i played into that one game i've had into eldar before i've said i just i'm never going to play into them again um because I yeah that they feel like they're still pretty good right i mean they're i mean oh. they're not just pretty good they're very good right they and, i think they're still so in like the 70th percentile of win rates so sure even do you think with this change that's true y yeah like okay. I think we've already started seeing it with the the events that ran it with the changes in effect uh, this last weekend. Although it's only one weekend's worth of data, so you'll have to really wait another week or two, I think, to see the full picture. Um, but they're still just fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I agree to a, I agree to a point there. Like, obviously, I want to see more data on this and give the you know you got to give the meta some time to adapt, Peter. And uh, really, get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, you play Eldari, right? I do. I do. Is that why we want to? Do you want to give the meta time to adapt, say, to when you've returned to your Eldari army in Idaho? Yeah. And then, yeah, like, adapt, like, like six months. Come on, guys. Let just it, let it months. settle. Let it settle. Yeah. <laughs> just let it settle out. You know, yeah. you know, it's fine. Points are fine. Yeah, uh, so, a lot of people in chat saying, by the way, the CGI Falcon is doing great and saying that we've really upped our production on it. I will say now that we are monetizing YouTube, so uh, thanks for not skipping that ad uh, at the start of this video. Uh, and also, feel free to become a member, or even better, Super Chat Pete, and tell him that he's got a great beard. Uh, yeah, Super Chat me. Whatsoever. I Super Chat you guys all the time. That's true. Yeah, That's true. You. And That's literally, always. none of your donations will go towards uh, Falcon, so, so thank you for that That's as true. well. Um, in fact, we're going to put them towards counter Falcon efforts. Um, <laughs> if you know, if you understand what that means, uh, we're going to pay a team of Falcon hunters to uh, go out into the wilderness and call Falcons wow. in your name. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, so wait, we went from when we were on mob rules, Danny, we, gifted, we adopted a Falcon in his name out of respect. And now that we're on Grim, we're murdering them. 180 right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Wow, you, you guys just Danny. got to know me better. You got to know me better, and then you're yeah, like, "Oh, that's really what happened." Law yeah. school has changed Danny in yeah. ways that we didn't foresee, Jeez. and definitely Peter did not foresee. Mm. Um, Peta, not Peter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what still needs to be done? Because these were the two big changes we were talking about, where strands of fate was kind of toned down, towering oh. was kind of brought in line points wise. But there's still a lot of stuff out there that, that's kind of problematic. So, so what are some things that you were disappointed they didn't touch on this time? Um, I think cult ambush or gene stealer cults in general probably needed a a hit that they didn't see because people were a little too angry about knights and um, Eldar. And I think we're going to see that now that uh, Eldar has had that slight tap that we're going to see, like if we haven't already, like GSC is going to become a a real problem. Um, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they really didn't do enough with Eldar. Like they they are so cheap across the board. Like the go wide list barely lost anything. Um, not the triple yeah. wraith knight list, of course, but like the go wide. Um, no, the good version list. of Eldar. The actual good list. Yeah, it's it's yeah. arguably better um, because triple wraith knight doesn't exist anymore. Um, yeah. So like those are a couple of things. I really think. And Desolators getting hit too really helps that list. Yes. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. And desol desolation, which they needed the hit. There's oh, yeah. they needed oh, to be what they were at. Sure. But um, yeah, so like GSC not seeing anything. 
like we're at a point where it was very clear early on that there were like probably four indexes that were way better than everybody else and a few indexes that are just shit ass garbage the worst things that have ever happened to us um at least by the players experience great attitude yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh and if it would have been nice to see a little bit done for them as well rather than these kind of band-aids that they applied like um votan uh death guard and admech could probably have used a little bit of love um hey, now to be fair they did do stuff to death guard they did make it so you could take seven plague marines in the it's squad. true and that's huge um <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but there were a lot of Death Guards players bemoaning that they oh. couldn't take seven. We got a we got a super yeah. chat uh, from John Jeffries. Oh, Go who's Dickie. that? It's it's now your job to read the super chats. That's that's uh, my gig now. That's yeah, gig. yeah, because oh. you quit. Okay, I quit. So this is my last time I'm going to do this. We're rehiring. No, no, you're rehiring you with extra duties. (laughs) And also, yeah, also do production of the show. That's part of your duties as well. Oh no, this is this is going to be a tough one here. Uh, Mary, fucker, kill Danny, Falcon, and John. You have to read that. I know who it is. Okay, go. I know the answer. Go. Me? Yeah. Well, I would marry myself. Well, that's okay. Right? Because I gotta live with me. No, you know, that's mm-hmm. not true. I'd probably marry Danny, fuck myself, and kill John. That's fair. <laughs> oh, wow. I think that's, that's real fair. That's the best I, combination. I think, I'm really yeah, sad because this was like my one shot at a good Canadian <laughs> visa. Uh, and <laughs> he just threw that away. You still got Dicky. You still got Dicky. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> uh, Danny, I mean, uh, let's, let's yeah. move it up a little. Uh, marry, fuck, kill. Uh, Falcon, me, uh, Dicky. Oh man, great question! Oh, I have to you choose different people. By choosing himself, bullshit. yeah, yeah, you can't just yeah. choose yourself. God, what a, what a fucking coward! Because I feel you would just um, choose yourself for all three. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, thanks for the twenty-five cents, Val. <laughs> um, what a guy! <laughs> hey, he's a new father. He's given all he can. Yep. I appreciate that. All right, so uh, I probably. Uh, Mary John, uh, fuck Dicky, kill the Falcon. Oh. Um, we've already talked oh. about why we're getting rid of Falcons because they're menace to oh, society. Okay. I see what I see how it is. Um, yeah, Dicky basically has a perfect male figure. Oh. Um, you can't mm. see that from his puppets, but it's it's true, and that's yeah. mostly the reason we hired him back. <laughs> that's mostly the reason we hide him behind puppets is because his just immaculate physique scares yeah. us. Oh, animal um, magnetism. It, it would be too much for YouTube. We'd probably get kicked off. We'd have to go to OnlyFans, and nobody wants yeah. us to do that. No, no one wants us to do that. Nobody. Um, I want to tell you, by the way, my, my genius business idea we're going to do uh, at LVO, because we're going to do a vendor table instead of playing like nerds, Danny. Um, but we're going to sell dice. Hey, I can't play. We're going to sell <laughs> dice. Yeah. We're going to sell dice guaranteed to roll well. And if they don't roll well, you get a dollar refund. But the dice oh, okay. will be $15 for six. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, any last points you guys want to touch on from uh, the balance update that came? Um, I mean, okay. So to Falcon's point, like them not addressing some of the weaker armies, I would just like to say, like, I, I think it's happening, right? And it should probably happen soonish. But I understand, like, just getting this really broken stuff done out the door, right? Mm-hmm. Like first, um. It's like all the obviously broken things that they kind of took care of in this patch. So, uh, well, it would have been better to kind of maybe modify some rules. Um, 
this is like probably the next best thing we could expect i feel like yeah all right all right perfect well talking about the next best thing you should expect uh, it's time to go around the net oh right 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 really glad you didn't say us to be honest yeah well to I mean it's still us technically and i want to thank dickie for taking my seven minute long uh bumpers yeah and cutting it down to i was just gonna say time. something about that too, um, uh, those are fantastic now. <laughs> um so welcome to around the night the part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides and this week we're gonna play a little catch up um as the last couple of weeks was just consumed by by quality content like toilet gate uh, we're going to start tonight in Texas and the Texas Open as they put out a friendly reminder uh, saying, were you a part of a cozy gate? Uh, God, the spelling of this is just awful. Uh, were you a part of cozy gate uh, display gate? Well, don't worry. We here at the Texas Open welcome everyone to play with only one question asked. You have a painted army of your chosen game ready to go. Uh, Danny Falcon, uh, why is Texas the worst? <laughs> <laughs> they hate me so much already. I can't. Yes, Why do they hate you? I mean, you have to. You have to know that it was your fault, right? I mean, all of it. Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole state. I, I mean, you shit talked them for like two years. What on... did I say? I at one point I said, "Man, they have a really big team. That team Texas, and they had to do I'm it sure because there are too many other garbage teams. meta, Peter." <laughs> No, I yelled garbage meta about like Western Australia. Still true. Um, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, Great. Now the Australians are going to be mad at you. The Michigan area is mostly garbage, and uh, yeah. like the southern side of California, like all bad. See, until you said Michigan, I just thought you had things against forty k teams that live in arid desert climates with venomous creatures all around them. I think it just really lowers the. Um, like the playability of the game mm-hmm. uh, on top of Western Australia, like the price of a box being like $300 reduce. So, you know what, you know what really grinds my gears, Peter? Oh, no. Is that I moved to the Pacific Northwest with the hopes of establishing myself as in, in dominance. And yet now is when the Pacific Northwest decides to have a bunch of good players. This is bullshit. I feel gypped. I mean, a bunch is really pushing it. I think, mm-hmm. Four. I'd say there's a good like three six. to five. Three. Six. <laughs> they have the potential six. to make a very small Warhammer team. Remember, if you True. look at the the excellent Team USA slides that came out, uh, one of their members, Lucas Troller, who's from Oregon, which I believe is in the Pacific Northwest. I'm not quite it's sure. True. His play style is wag. Um, and his right. achievement. Hold on a minute. Yeah. No, it's not. It's GH. GH is silent. It's not, it's not a, is that a Scottish thing? Sorry, I'm sorry. One of us is doing an English degree. One of us is doing is a it law silent? degree. I always thought it like made an F sound like in enough. So it's like, waff. Waff. Yeah, that's right. You're absolutely right. Oh. GH is F. So his play style is, thank you. Thank you, Pete. His play style is waff. Um, and his achievements are painting 300 orc boys by hand, which is really what you want in someone. I don't know why they didn't put something about his like consistent diet of only uh uncooked baked beans, like that should have been in there somewhere if they're gonna. That's fair, that's fair. Um, you, you said the people of Texas hate you. Do you have a message for the listener in Texas? The listener, I love you, I love you, man or woman. 
I, I can show you our. I can show you our demos. Uh, it is absolutely not a she, she whatsoever. We have. <laughs> yeah. I guarantee no it's a thirty-five to forty-four-year-old man. Yeah. yeah. Good. Still in the demographic, then. Woo! Two more you years. Mission accomplished. Um, two more years. <laughs> two Danny, more years. Um, what's the lowest Texas can sink? Not like because of global warming, which they're ignoring. That's where but I was gonna go. Like playing. <laughs> yeah, style I mean, I was thinking probably below sea level, um, to mm-hmm. some degree or another. Uh, you know, probably in some parts of southern Texas, they have limes, lots of limestone, so there may be a chance for sinkholes to develop in that area. Um, but yeah, I mean, really, no, there's no, there's no place for them to go. Uh, I think they're down as far as they can possibly be. Mm-hmm. Chat's coming in, downvoting people saying Midwest is everything not on a coast. So, Danny, technically, does that mean you're in the Midwest? No. That's Are you not on the coast? True. No. And then if the, does we're it saying say the Pacific Northwest coast? No, it doesn't. It's the Pacific Northwest, dude. The popular let's opinion is English degree. Let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Oh. There he is. Look at him. So oh, young, let me enhance this. Let me enhance. Enhance, this. dude. I definitely look. had a cassette tape of theirs. You did, and look at him. Yeah. And I didn't even tell Dickie which one. He knew. He knew right away it's which obvious, one it was. You guys. That is Val Heffelfinger. It really it is. Put that face up in the top corner. No, it. the the life is still in those eyes. Leave him on the couch. Let me put them on the couch. There, there's, there's still life and happiness in those eyes. Hope, even if you will. Um, whereas yeah, we all know that, that's that big karma in San true. Diego money. <laughs> that's how uh, he's been in Forty Warhammer all this time. Yeah. <laughs> I found this next guy here on Reddit. Um, this one here says, "Rate my poor hammer setup, guys. Rate the setup." Oh, it's a uh, London GT circa like <laughs> oh. 2018. <laughs> No, you know what? That's a hundred percent that hanger that, that FLG released and then never sold again. <laughs> in the middle, it's they just got, the like, packaging that it comes in. That yeah, one piece. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if so it's guys, good enough for FLG, it's good enough for the three other people in the world. So I'd say seven out of ten. Perfect. Um, what was back in the day? What was your guys' poor hammer uh, setup? I've never been poor. Uh, wow! I'm socialized Holy Canadian shit. terrain. Holy moly! <laughs> when uh, you turn 17, when you step into a games workshop, the Canadian government gives you a half table of terrain. I mean, not <laughs> ever having to pay for healthcare has been a real bonus for me. <laughs> yeah, saved a lot of money. Giving them a lot of disposable income. <laughs> yeah, it felt really good to pay health insurance every month for my employer, and then spend tens of thousands of dollars on top of that. It was great. <laughs> But yeah, Danny, what was your poor hammer setup then? I guess because we had to pay for healthcare, we had to have crappy tables. Uh, that's right. Um, I had a bunch of pieces of cereal boxes that I had cut out into mm-hmm. the shapes of forests and hills and written that on top of them. Oh, um, so you played War Machine? No, no, it was I played Warhammer Fantasy Battles by myself because yeah, nobody else for that, that was... Yeah, I did. Oh, what? Okay. You had to block <laughs> other people's wheels. I had to block my own wheels, dude. I was very crafty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to to welcome John Jeffries, uh, who's uh, become a member. 
Uh, so we have yeah. we have two Why? levels. Uh, we have Grim Resolve, which is yeah. our four ninety nine level. The Asin Resolve is replaced by a dollar sign. Yeah. Uh, John has joined at the the sellout level though. So congratulations. Thanks for being a sellout. Ooh, uh, thanks for being a sellout. <laughs> Love it. Turns out setting that up at one in the morning not my best idea, but I appreciate you anyway. Uh, um. What are some terrain hacks you guys have seen to create cheap terrain? Uh, Pete, you just had a, a massive event with Falcon up there in Canada. Yeah. Danny, you've been a TO, you've run events for uh, in the past for a while. Uh, mm -hmm. What are some of your cheap terrain hacks to really uh, like bling out your tables? Um, like way back in the day when we played Fantasy Battle, we would do all sorts of stuff with like. Um, whoa with uh like beer cans <laughs> gluing oh, yeah. beer cans together spray painting them up to make like little towers and stuff uh for extra tables um oh my cat um <laughs> which, <laughs> we would use uh like some of the stuff they use now like spray foam on cardboard uh for just different like uh um like tree and bush effects and hills that was kind of pretty common um 40k like by the time I got into 40k, um, we kind of created our own club, so we were pooling money for terrain, so we didn't really have to oh. do too much for that. Yeah. But my favorite thing I did was my my parents bought like a new TV or something, came with like, like the cool big styrofoam piece for protection. Yeah, and I spent forever kind of carving out pieces and making this awesome looking like compound, uh, like because I had the big antis, and I was like, yeah, this looks great. And I took it outside and I took my rattle can. I'm like, yeah, this oh, is going to no. be amazing. Sprayed it, just melted. And I was just, yeah, that, that was, that's my experience. Oh. That's right. Uh, and outside of that, I just put books underneath the green sheet. The oh, classic old, the classic mm -hmm. old hill. Um, what is the worst terrain you guys have ever seen? Oh, oh God. Please remember, <laughs> yeah. we want to thank our friends at Frontline Gaming who continue to sponsor this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We've made too many jokes in the past, and I guess they're upset. I don't know. I did oh, okay. make a very good joke that did mean Val had to have a conversation with. Me <laughs> yeah. I in did the make past. a short of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Um, good job, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that uh, Carolina Crusade event like three or four years ago? Um, and the the guy that ran it, he had um outsourced somebody to do terrain for him and they just never did so like the night before the event he had to make 50 tables worth of terrain out of like foam and pieces of oh two by four God. um that i remember being probably the worst train i've ever seen luckily i didn't have to play on I it val jumping and chessing he yeah. wants to say the etc in portugal in like 2017 question mark this was bad terrain yeah yeah um yeah that's that sounds awful uh, I think for me, it's I got real sick of seeing electrical boxes used as bunkers. Oh yeah, that's true. What they would do those is they like the blue electrical boxes that you put in the wall. Just turn those upside down, and spray paint it gray. They're like, that looks great, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. That's yeah, you that should like an electrical table. box. Um, guys, I, I just have a note here. It says, talk about the time before neoprene mats. Course, our friends at Frontline Gaming. Oh, Frontline oh Gaming. yeah, Neoprene. Fantastic mats. Uh, I mean, if you were lucky, if you were lucky prior to Neoprene, you had yourself one of the GW specials the with oh. built in hills. 
I, I, I have oh, one of, one of those tables. tables. Yeah. The, the six by four plastic hill table that yeah. please don't ever use because everything falls over as soon as you put it it's on the so table. Good. It's so good. We you would have to flock it so thickly that like your hand would go in like a home. <laughs> Um, so that shit wouldn't fall over. Um, and hills were so important in Warhammer Fantasy Battle that you'd always be setting up to do, like, I'm going to charge down this hill and then all your dudes would just be like, now nah, we're going to do it early, boys. And they start to slide. They fucking astral glide down that shit. So you had to flock that to no, to like no end. Um, yeah. We had, I think, like six of them at our club by the end of it all, and no one wanted to use them. Like, you, they were heavy as all shit. Um, you had to stick them together. Rolling Someone would always bang the table. Sucked. Rolling yeah, dice. So loud. Sounded oh, like a machine gun was going off in front of you. Um, I have which... one in my basement. Yeah. <laughs> but in built hills, we could bring those back, guys. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Just make do more line steps. It'll be easy. Frontline, I want you to sell a hill pack that's neoprene hills. It's just 30 pieces of neoprene you have to organize. Yep. Very smallest. Oh, no. Very good. Uh, I, like I want it. to say thank you to Bums who joined us at the Grim Resolve level. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks, Bums. <laughs> Always like it when we get Bums. Um, <laughs> and then, what do people have to consider when creating terrain? Well, line of sight, I think, is for forty k specifically, is the is the biggest one. I think um, yeah. if you're going to talk about gaming wise, if you're talking about modeling wise. You need to really think about shedding. Like mm -hmm. if you use some base material, it's going to fall off and it's going to get on other shit. It's going to be terrible. Just don't use that stuff. Like why? Don't do it. Just don't. You don't have to. Just get some Elmer's glue and some gravel outside. Right. Mix it together in your mouth. Yep. Swallow it down. Don't no, don't do that. Soak down the gravy. It'll be good for your immune. It'll be good for your immune system. Oh, it you know look chickens do it. They're it's fine. True. It's true. They have gizzards though. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe people do too. Pete Here. touched on this earlier. Um, some of the some of the indexes did a little better than the other ones there, and some player bases are very unhappy about their indexes. Um, but this Death Guard player here is a very much a glass half full kind of person. He says, "You know what I think? Death Guard is one of the armies that came out how tenth was intended. Mm. I think that just other indexes got far too powerful without any weaknesses." Yep. Uh, what's your guys' pro takes on this pro take? Well, Death Guard definitely came out with some weaknesses, um, <laughs> like movement and shooting and close combat, resiliency um, in general, and resiliency uh, in general. <laughs> I think their close combat is fine. Mm -hmm. Like their close combat is close fine, combat but in... only because nobody's is good. How is like, close combat than... in this in general? Oh, yeah, okay. in this edition, I don't. Other than like custodies, I would say close combat's pretty bad for most armies. The exception okay. of one or two units. So I will say then, Danny, <laughs> uh, as a follow-up to this, what makes Death Guard, uh, what's happening that's making Death Guard being, to be perceived to be so bad? Because they're one of the very vocal player bases who aren't happy with their index. I think some of their points are a little messed up. Um, I think that's, I think that's the primary, I think that's the primary thing. Like it feels like maybe everything is just a little bit overcosted. Like maybe ten percent or something like that. I think they'd be a lot better if that happened. Yeah, Pete, well, what's your take on Death Guard in, in tenth? I just don't think they have an identity. Like they, there's nothing. None of their special stuff feels special, and that sucks when they're also overcosted. Like it's, 
but a mean, lot of a lot of other indexes like they they gave them a thing that makes them feel like yeah this is a this is a, a faction that's not just power armor it's not just terminator armor and i just mm-hmm. i don't see that in the death guard codex right absolutely um how do you guys rate the quality of the index reset overall this is kind of the second index reset in about three or so editions um how do you guys rate the quality of what gw has done in resetting the entire game it's way better than eighth yeah i mean yeah yeah, you can't i mean that that's like inarguable i feel like um like it's not the best i would give it like probably a b minus if i were going to grade the indexes coming out Mm -hmm. um like just because there's a lot of balancing that still needs to be done and we're not talking about the rules of 40k we're talking about the indexes specifically Mm -hmm. yeah fair yeah i think like i think that's kind of fair i was i would have said like a c c c plus it's not great there's like a core middle group of i don't know seven or eight indexes that are fine together like they play together really well um even some of like the lower top end uh, indexes feel decent um like custodies or chaos space marines like you put them on the table they're a little stronger than the others but they like they feel good to play um it's just that like that bottom three or four and that top three or four that are extremely problematic and it's Mm -hmm. like the there's a like there's a huge difference like when you go down those tiers, right? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Denny, I named this next one here. Great success. Uh, this would be uh, a meme that you shared um, uh, using the the cloud. In fact, Denny, it's been a while. What are we seeing here right now? Okay, hold on. I got to pull up this meme in uh, Discord really quick. Um, so what we're seeing here is we are looking at a uh a scene from the movie borat uh, i believe this is a 2004 movie wow. does that sound right i feel like that's correct yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's actually quick. extremely old wow. um anyway um in this scene here borat is uh talking about his neighbor and the things that his neighbor gets um and uh just he compares real quick uh you weren't right it was actually 2006 but still holy shit i'm old idiot <laughs> sorry i feel like that's pretty freaking close, pretty close. Yeah. i'll give you that yeah. one, Danny. much just like today. the death card index for games workshop it was rules. pretty close to being good oh. yeah it's much much like the death card <laughs> um <laughs> Anyway, he's comparing Age of Sigmar to Warhammer 40,000, saying that 40K is getting all the things that he got. Um, and then I think it says something about something stupid, like, oh, I got a double turn and they don't. I don't he know. Said, I uh, this is my neighbor. He is paying an asshole. I have streamlined rules. He gets streamlined rules. I have General's Handbook. He gets chapter approved. I got many different armies. He has only Marines. Great success. Ah, yep. So good Perfect. job, Age of Sigmar. You did it. Good job. Pete, as Goonhammer's sole uh, Age of Sigmar correspondent, as I'm gathering from your <laughs> tweeting today, <laughs> how is Age of Sigmar doing right now? Um, Pretty good. As, like, uh, there was a little bit of... The thing about the Age of Sigmar community I have learned in my uh, short time trying to pander to them to come to Falcon... They um, run it, onto stages very quickly, almost knocking they over do thousands do that. of dollars of audio equipment. <laughs> but they're just like, 
like the competitive side, at least of the community, is just like always happy. I don't know what the hell's going on, but they maybe it's because they don't have to, they don't understand things like pre-measuring or anything like that. But they just like there's just joy in their hearts all the time. Um, so I didn't even realize that this last general's handbook was considered like super bad, just like not fun or good at all mm. until they released the the announced uh, the the new one coming, the wizard one. Um, and everyone's like, "This is so much better than the last garbage piece of shit we had." And I was just like, "I have not seen a single post where anyone said that mm. before." Um, but that's just how they are, I guess. Um, yeah. That's it. It sounds like things are going well, that the the imbalance there is uh, not too terrible. Although at my event, I think like four of the top five armies were uh, soul blight in it and watching their games. I just wanted to rip my eyes out because it was like 100 zombie dogs. And that was it was what it felt like I was watching. Just a bunch of zombie dogs in the middle of the table um, for two and a half hours. Oh, just memories of Barkstar coming back. But yep. in your opinion, is it still oh. seen as the smaller game? Uh, oh, yeah, for game? sure. Yeah. So, and kind of with that thought, so what <laughs> Age of Sigmar rules do you guys think you would want to see ported over to 40K? And there's oh, a gremlin inside mind. me that wants to say one thing. Do it. Free the beast. Don't do it. Speak. Don't do it. Don't say it. Danny knows. Danny knows. <laughs> Don't, do, don't break my heart. <laughs> Bring in the double turn, baby. Let's do oh, it. Let's, oh. let's break this game wide open. Let's just Could tear you it imagine right current down. Index, current index Aldari with a double turn. <laughs> oh, dude, the Overwatch strat is basically their double turn. Like if you play into Eldari with Wraithguard and the Overwatch double strat. Like, like they have two full turns of shooting at you already. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that's gross. Danny, what what do you want to see ported in? Um. Okay. This is this is a better answer than Peter's. Yeah, like, one hundred percent. Everyone will agree. Yeah. <laughs> um. Doesn't even matter what I say. I could literally say any anything. Uh, covering combat or like, um, you know, characters being on their own again or something something stupid. But really, what we need for forty k is faction terrain on the table all the time i want to see it it's freaking cool mm -hmm. and uh the ability to interact with that stuff in 40k you could just give it a stat line like you're doing now but i'd like to see that stuff on the table more because i think it would be cool do you think that would help with some people's terrain complaints if every army got like a free terrain piece to take with them uh, yeah i think that would i think that would, might help Definitely help Depending a on what piece to of make like is. a thousand freaking uh, right now at Frontline HQ. Someone is sitting, uh, feverishly gluing together PD, uh, uh, MDF kits and for our preparation for LVO. Uh, and if you had to bring your own terrain to that, I'm sure that would help out with that. Um, I would personally say it's been a while since I played Age of Sigmar, but I always found uh, endless spells uh, a fascinating mechanic. Oh. Um, cool. And I think that would be a cool thing to port over, especially just for like the visual aspect of 40k of just that smite being like a little ball is chasing you around the table. And I wanted or the like, narrative of running away from the smite ball. Like Eldritch Storm, like that staying on the table yeah, yeah, and yeah. moving around yeah. would be super cool. Yeah. I do like downvoting people. Downvoting yeah, people said night terrain. The terrain you would bring would be a big empty space. <laughs> 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 Towering, but in terrain form. Um <laughs> No, it's What's that scaffold. <laughs> the knights can step in that scaffold and get fixed or get their missiles reloaded. How tall is the scaffold? Anymore. 
It's an entire night size. You um, can see right through it, John. That's the important part. <laughs> what is an Age of Sigmar faction that you guys would want to see 40k eyes or kind uh, of uh, science faction? Like, don't even serve oh. It has to be. Cool. It has to be serve There is no other proper answer. Yeah, I mean, there is one other answer, Peter. What's that? Skaven. You're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. Were you referring to the Hrud? No. The Hrud aren't even... They're not even like uh, like little vermin. They're like... Aren't no, they they're like just lizards? rat people. They got retconned, John. They got retconned, John. Like, get with the yeah, program. Also, they believe. started as rat really? people... Now they're like amorphous time creatures that kind I of look spent yeah, like at least $90 it's on a Xenos art one. book I have okay. yet to read that tells me what Hrud are. Yeah. That's all I know. Well, yeah, they Do look you know, like wiggly worm men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy they here look like is Grimace the, from uh, from uh, McDonald's. Like it's, it's just an army of <laughs> so, those, those Hrud shakes, though, are amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> uh this next one before before uh dickie brings us up this this was a slide that audibly made him go like what the hell is this so i'm very excited to see your guys reaction at this one uh this one here says evolution of my new proxy repulsor executioner what are we looking at here guys what the fuck did it start as? <laughs> <laughs> like what what is going on yeah Dicky, maybe while we're talking, could you pull is this is this styrofoam? Is this like a styrofoam base? It has to be, right? Like that texture. Like you have to do some real work unless that's styrofoam. It has to be. What why does it have like a dildo on top? Oh, I think that's the cannon. That's the executioner part. Mm -hmm. That's the executioner. I see it now. I see it now. (laughs) <laughs> it's the repulsive executioner. Oh. I love that. <laughs> That's good. Come on. Screw you. All right. I'd let you run um, it as a hammerhead. I would <laughs> like that better almost. Like uh, it's more. Okay. For the greater uh, some uh, not uh, much. Uh, 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 one second. Let me try to Dickie's trying to hide all of his uh, uh research for whose grunt is this anyway yeah, on can't the other give tab. Away the, the thing here. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, talk amongst yourselves. Don't ruin the show. I'll put up. That's the, fine. Uh, no, that's yeah. fine. Uh, guys, what is the worst proxy you've ever run in your armies? Oh, uh, I've run a lot of really bad proxies, John, in my armies. Empty bases, probably. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> What is I mean, I did, who did it better? Who did it better? <laughs> <laughs> who did it better? I can't even tell the difference. They're the same. Those are the same picture. Yeah, okay, now I that I see f- them both, now that I see them both, looks good to me. I, Dickie, I told it. you to find a picture of the actual repulsor executioner, not just the same model again. That must be the difference. That's Oof. beautiful. Jesus. Yeah, but what's a terrible proxy you've ran? Uh, I had this aquarium tree that I I did paint it like one of those bonsai trees. I cut it, I chopped it up, and then I added a bunch of maggots coming out of it mm-hmm. as like a great real maggots. One. No, they as were pieces a, of rice. A great unclean one. Yeah, on a fifty yeah. millimeter base. And you're I still ashamed. A, I used that beer can's draw pod. I mean, who did? About the, oh, same, about the same footprint. I used bowls of draw pods before. 
Guys, we got to stop real quick. Uh, School bus 40k sold out. Uh, welcome oh, to the no. sellout level. Oh, thanks, oh, man. You uh, so many freaking sellouts. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, School yeah. Bus 40k. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I really hope. Is it short bus 40k? School bus 40k. Who knows? It could be either. School um, bus. Maybe you shouldn't call him short bus. That's the guy next... became a member. Jesus. That's that. That makes. Okay. One thing that the Dicky and, and to a certain extent I'll get very frustrated for is, is when I just uh, mercifully just make fun of people who support yeah. us and are actively I'm, nice to us. I imagine Val's watching this right now, or maybe later, and going, "Oh my God, why did I let him name these?" Is probably what I'm saying <laughs> to myself. Like, what? What am I? Uh... Well, there's let and me getting the email first that we can do this and me just doing him. it. That's the thing. I got him. Uh, but yeah, welcome to sellout. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, let's get that beautiful thing off my screen okay. before I want to put three of those on top of a styrofoam ruin. Um, Didn't we make a video with that model? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this one here, Danny, go ahead and describe what we're looking at here. Um, it appears to be Rick from The Walking Dead. Uh, the character, uh, not the actor. I don't actually know what the actor's name is. Something he says, for him, or he's surprised. He looks very surprised, but also maybe like he's been crying a little bit. There's kind of sadness in his eyes. I think he's sad. Yeah. I know you have yeah. trouble with registering emotion in people, Danny. But that yeah. is... I, it's true. <laughs> he's sad. Anyway, it says, Warhammer 40K fans seen Age of Sigmar fans getting another amazing centerpiece model. Yeah parentheses they have to contend with another space marine model and parentheses i get it so I see it you I know what it. didn't hold on a minute i'm gonna address this kim put in the okay. chat andrew lincoln nerd like i'm supposed to know who this guy is you know what if he was on a show that was good maybe i would but he's on the walking dead and that show sucks and it sucks he isn't even on the walking season. dead no he left like is three he... seasons ago more than well that. they're like, bringing yeah. him back though aren't they for like a stand yeah he's thing? getting his own show like soon yeah you're supposed See, to be he's movies. not he's not gone he's not gone he's unkillable it's stupid and the show is stupid ah and just to point out here uh school bus 40k the newest member of a sellout level level a uh, level said it's both uh both school and short so oh. the joke is not mean it no. is accurate oh, there you but, go. Yeah. Good. It, was, it was a 50 50 uh of offense <laughs> or like i wish it would come <laughs> up immediately School Bus 40K has left the sellout level. Uh, that would be even better. <laughs> but yeah, this is being kind of, I mean, maybe not hotly contested because I think there's a very definitive answer. But between Age of Sigmar and 40K, who has the better model range? Oh, Age of Sigmar by like, yeah, like it's true. Yeah. 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 What makes it so much better? They actually use their imagination for Age of Sigmar. Mm. Feels that way. Sure. Danny, would you the, the centerpiece models are so much better. Like yeah. a big blocky tank is not nearly as cool as like a big flying monster, you know, like with a rider on its back. Yep. So um, they can get more wild with that stuff because uh, obviously in 40K, they're kind of tied to their IP. Although, I don't know, some of the new models that they've come out with recently have been really excellent. Oh, yeah. um, like the stuff from Leviathan was all really, really good. All um, the NID stuff from Leviathan was gorgeous. Do yeah, you yeah. guys feel 40K is moving towards each faction having that large centerpiece model, similar to the way Age of Sigmar's model ranges seem to be designed? I believe and so. And yes, John Jeffries, I am drinking a wine cooler. It's Mike Brand's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's not address that. Let's move on. Move past the wine cooler. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I, I, yeah, I think that's, I think, and honestly, I think that's cool. Uh, that would be totally yeah. fine if there was a really, a really good model that was big, that was good in every faction. So people took it. I think that would look really cool. Hopefully there's more than one of those and that, you know, they're both good. Yeah. Um, I'm, but, and I think uh, we're seeing that. I think we're seeing that with a lot of these factions, especially the yeah. Xenos factions, they're getting two or three kind of centerpiece uh, models. Like the Morkonaut. Tanks. Yeah. Like the Morkonaut. Well, I would say the Gorkonaut is more of the centerpiece model for that faction. It's true. It's true. But what would your guys' favorite centerpiece model be that GW has made? Gobsprack. That's a good model. Excuse you. Gobsprack is the is the best model GW has ever released. Which one was uh, Gobsprack again? He's the the goblin wizard on the uh, the giant like vulture. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay, fair, fair. Yeah, That's that one really was amazing. Cool. Like the vulture wyvern um, yeah which is pretty dope um i really like kragnos he's good too yeah he's mm -hmm. such a cool model like the little like the little art like that's been like the hieroglyphs that are painted like on his base like in the ruins and stuff or i don't him. know if you've seen it sorry there's a no it's okay a, a guy that did a conversion um mixing kragnos and magnus the red um and it's oh, fucking cool. incredible it looks gorgeous. Awesome. Yeah. I guess at three hundred I guess about three hundred dollars for that model, it should look gorgeous. But oh. Dickie, I'm sorry you were saying the the new giant king guy. I thought that guy was really cool. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. That's it. It's not as cool as Kragnos, but he's pretty not cool. As cool as Kragnos, no. <laughs> he, what about you? Who's your favorite centerpiece? Did you just say Angron? Can't say Angron? No, you cannot. Karn, the betrayer. Get out of so here. Yeah, so where, where did my soundboard go? Just, Dude, they're like, world leaders, like, what do you got for world leaders, bro? Like, what, <laughs> are, <laughs> what are we going to say, a land raider <laughs> receptor? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? For Lord me? of Skulls, now appropriately pointed. I know, it's not appropriately pointed. <laughs> it is, it is. 25 points for that? No, thank you. Yeah. Sir. No. You take three. You have enough points left over for something. Um, what do you guys want to see? What will be a, a perfect 40k centerpiece model for you guys that isn't currently available? Man, good question. Because like my my perfect centerpiece oh, model does exist. Like the avatar of Kane is it's perfect yeah. now, and mm -hmm. uh, like I love that model to pieces. Um, oh, I know what I would pick. I, I would want I want Vect to have the Dice of Destruction. Yeah, and like I think yeah, that would be a super cool back. centerpiece model. That's cool. That's cool. Weird, yeah. but cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring me those slave girls. Back. They would, yeah. They would PG the crap out of that. Don't give me that stuff. Yeah. That, it would that, be yeah. the number one selling kit, so nerds on eBay could buy slave girls to add to anything that they added to their yeah. fan canon about. People were using them at, as tokens at LVO. So uh, yeah, any excuse they can use to grab those. Um. I want the Votan head. I want big head. Oh, you guys want the computer. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, and I want it to have like a Windows 3.11 screen on the back. Oh, of it. it would be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would yeah. I would buy it twice as fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, this one came up on, on the R, always popular Argrim Dank. Uh, this was a little, couple weeks ago. I've been sitting on this back burner. It says, I have to go. I'm sorry. I have to go a Warhammer party tomorrow. 
what is the most esoteric yet utterly so amazing that if I mention it, I will be the star of the party. What in the absolute shit is this? <laughs> and then it goes on to what? elaborate. I have to go a Warhammer party tomorrow. What is the most esoteric yet utterly so <laughs> what did he just say amazing this? that if I mention it, I will be the star of the party. Just... Punchy delivery, John. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, thank you. I, I read it how it's written. <laughs> Don't put it on the teleprompter. I will on. read it. <laughs> uh, are guess... you asking us to answer this question? Yeah, answer this question. So I guess they're going to a Warhammer party tomorrow. Uh, what is... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing... Uh, what's the most random thing that they could mention that will make them super popular at a Warhammer party? Oh, I know the answer to this. Um, knowing and having memorized all of Cato Sicarius's lines from all of the books that he's ever been in and being able to recite them would be extremely impressive. If you only spoke in Cato Sicarius at, at a party, I think immediately you'd be laid. Yeah, I, I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah, it would just happen. Like your pants yeah. would be, your pants yeah. would stay on and just happen. <laughs> you just go to a costume party as you, Kato Sicarius. Um, Crip Shadow coming and say, I feel like John just makes this up on Photoshop. God, I wish I did. I really, really wish I did. But no, I go to these places. Um, so you don't have to. So you're welcome. Um, Pete, what is the most esoteric yet utterly so amazing thing that they can mention? God, I don't even know. Like an esoteric yet so utterly amazing thing. I don't know. Like, frig. Like, how do you when you go to parties? Because uh, you know, popular social men. I am a popular social of, person. Of single pop. You go to a lot of parties, Pete. When yeah. people ask you, uh, people outside the Warhammer world uh, about mm-hmm. your hobbies and what you do, yeah. how is it you explain to them to make them think that you're so amazing? Um, usually what I do is I recount, um, the full original end times, um, from Warhammer fantasy battle. Oh, wow. Uh, n- yeah. the one that was retconned, oh. not the, not the newer one, but like one you wrote from page one, <laughs> from page one. no, the one where, um, GW released like a campaign, but you had to run, um, like specific lists for each faction and then you could send in your results oh, right. and they wrote a story. Yeah, and they wrote a story, but it was effectively end times. Um, and then yeah. when Chaos won, they changed it so that um, uh, Grimgore Ironhide actually was the victor when he, uh, you know, domed in Archeon's head. Um, so yeah, I just would, I would recount that like whenever I I need whenever I have a need to be popular in a room, um, I tell everyone to come sit around the table, um, and I tell uh, the story from the beginning. Learn about the Dornian heresy. Oh, boy. Oh, um, God. We're going to, guys, we're going to skip ahead a couple slides here. We're going to go straight to Falcon questions. I'm sorry. We're probably not going to get to um, uh, Realtor or 40K uh, professional today. Well, I think we should be doing Realtor instead. But uh, we do. Right now, we have Falcon questions, which are far yeah. too entertaining to ignore. Uh, let's go to the very hastily well, put together. Wait, 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 wait. The very hastily put together bumper. Is my bumper just me making this face? It could be. Now it is. It should be. In the grim darkness of the far-flung realms, where heroes rise and legends overwhelm, 
there's a segment that'll take you on a flight into the depths of imagination, shining bright. Who made this? <laughs> so, uh, Pete, I know you don't really super watch all the time, but uh, with Falcon Fiction, I did create a minute-long bumper, which was your uh, AI-generated voice reading poetry that ChatGPT created. Mm-hmm, um, about mm-hmm. Falcon Fiction, so I just kept that in, and I just added it in there. And uh, that's so long. That's what she said. Anyway, uh, we asked the uh, our members uh, on the Discord uh, questions. Ask Pete the Falcon. The first one here from Paul Winters, um, who's also in the Midwest, uh, not the Pacific Northwest, right, Danny? Uh, who says, "I wonder I how the Fal- on the coast. <laughs> I wonder how the Falcon sleeps at night." Knowing he introduced math into 40k to determine who is best instead of the old boys club way of nepotism and sociopathic cheating. I mean, if you guys have seen any of Team America, you know that I didn't change anything. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, next up, Sam Lemon uh, said, "Is using cereal as basing material the newest meta?" as someone that watched the nacho chip meta um, kind of expand in 2019, yes, it's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, he also came in with this uh, fantastic question here saying, with Element Games now come and commemorating toilet dice by having the dice framed and hosted above the toilet in question, what other awkward historical 40K moments should be commemorated? Can we just stop at this picture for a second? Yeah, absolutely. And, like this picture like, bothers me so much. This like makes me angry because this is a store. Like they could at any time expense the I don't know six dollar toilet uh, <laughs> right. paper holder. Um, and, like they could literally expense that. It wouldn't you know cost makes them me anything. Super angry is they went to the expense of a shadow box frame, about yeah. fifteen to twenty dollars U.S. Yeah, they went to the expense of a full color printout, about five dollars, I would imagine, for the card stock, and, and a color photo would be about fifty cents, say. Hmm. So almost thirty dollars on a joke, but they can't afford a toilet roll holder, and then instead they have three open and used toilet rolls on just this shelf, where they didn't even seem the side. Um, and yeah, and I think this is an feeling This isn't even in this the building. This is like an outdoor scenario. Really? Yeah. I don't like I'm making this up, but I believe they have a plunger, so they clearly care about oh, like the do, toilet. They you care about that. the plunger. If you pan down, there's balls in that. Uh, but just anyway, sorry, what more dice? <laughs> what, what other <laughs> don't actually pan down? That was a joke. <laughs> um, what other historical 40k awkward historical 40k event should be commemorated? Oh, I mean, um, water bottle gate. We should probably do yeah. something with that. Oh, yeah, Danny, um, we can sell uh, at our LVO merch stand, uh, like, water bottles. Water bottle croupier? Yeah. yeah. Half, half drunk water bottles, though. Like, they can't be full. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I can Danny, that's your, that. jo- your job at LVO is to <laughs> half drink 150 <laughs> bottles of water. Um, what, a, what other ones <laughs> have been good? I mean, <clears throat> previously mentioned on the show was Koozie Gate. Um, mm-hmm. I think that oh, yeah. would be great. Um. I forgot about that. God, no. Koozie Gate was great. Yeah, um, it was. Clock. What gate, other? Someone said. What ga- what gate? Clock. Clock gate. gate. Clock gate. I was, who even uh, knows? Thank you, that Gannons. Uh, Gannons as well uh, joined the, the um, team. Grappando Gate. Oh, Grappando Gate. 
any any of the absolutely terrible things that Josh Death did at one time or another oh, yeah, in his early true. years. Um, about that. Um, oh, uh, what's that one? Yeah, Lanagate, yeah. <laughs> Lanagate. <laughs> oh. Um, we should just do like a hall of shame, like because I'm sure people would love that. I'm sure. Oh, okay, that's a new segment, Dick. You remind me, I got to make a bumper for a hall of shame, and we can induct Jesus people. Christ. I like it. I like it. <sighs> a weekly hall it. of shame. Uh, yeah, move, moving on. Uh, Bums, uh, who who joined us as a member today, but did ask a question: uh, Which of the Grim hosts could you not take in a fight? This isn't a question. This is a really fucking easy question. Oh, who could you not beat up? Pete, me or Danny? Danny, who was three times my size and strength. <laughs> I'm also I would, a coward, though. So <laughs> I really I'm feel, I really feel like the shocking thing about all of this is like I'm six feet tall, and when I've met both of you in person, I was like, how am I the small one here <laughs> by like such a significant margin? I think that's what um, Val said as well when we first met him. He was like, Jesus Christ, you're tall. Like to both yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, like. If it was between you two, like I would probably have to try to fight John. Um, mm-hmm. But you're Scottish, so I don't know how that would go. Um, if it included everybody, I would fight Val in a second because the man has like nothing left of him. He is like shell of his former self, sickly, sickly man. Um, and the, and the one guy, man, if you will, the one guy I wouldn't fight is Dicky because Dicky no. has been trained to kill people. He's uh, crazy, dude. Have you ever heard yeah. him talk about stuff? It's it's insane. I've heard yeah. more crazy like, things come out of that man's mouth. Like he and he used to be in the CFL. Yeah. Um, is that true? ML coming in Vicky, in chat. Hold on. Yeah. John, stop. We no, have this to is this will never be resolved. This will <laughs> never be known. We will only know yeah. what Pete has said. Um, Kim L coming in saying Danny's an easy opponent. Just tickle the back of his knees. <laughs> One. How does he know that? That will work. Wow. <laughs> Danny, oh. I don't like how you said that. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Do it. Oh, that'll work. Uh, for and then secondly, this is a meme one, but just say us for friendliness. Which 40k podcast slash YouTube creator is the most insufferable? Oh, hmm. That's a good question. Um, I kind of want to answer it legit answer it legitimately. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm that's exactly what I'm doing. Do it, Danny. <laughs> boy no no i'm just i'm just kidding no everybody does great content everyone um, saw uh, everyone serves a portion of the community they're meant to serve just some of those community portions are not things i'm interested in ever seeing steven box is 100 really stupid See, whoa. i will dude i'll never say that that man is like so incredibly strong <laughs> and, and fit he I, would run I, 300 he... miles to punch me in the dick <laughs> like that like he and he would do it in seconds um but yeah that's it. That's I'm saying Stephen Box because um, he and I we know each other. That's so. fair. Um, would you play with weighted dice if it was legal, but every roll has to be in the toilet? Yes. I'm thinking this is like a. And what's yeah, the name of that game where it has like the dice popper in the center of it, and you pop it down, sorry. and you have. Oh, sorry, or like double. No, don't apologize. Oh, no. It's fine. I'm just asking. For the name of the game. Come on. Yeah. But yeah, it's like that, but yeah, you're playing the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is a dangerous one when we're running about 10 minutes over, but uh, Mark M is asking Has Falcon seen any good movies lately? 
Um, oh. no, but I really plan on going to see a bunch of them this next couple of weeks. I want to see Oppenheimer and Barbie. I might do a double, a double, double feature, feature. Of both. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've like heard that. great things about across the spider verse. Like there's a mm-hmm. lot coming out here that I really need to, to slam down big style. Perfect. Uh, moving on quickly. Gannon's is asking, what is your dominatrix safe word? Uh, pituitary. Oh, pituitary. That was very quick Perfect. too. Yeah. yeah. That was very quick. Yeah, very fast. Yeah. Uh, Danny, do you, do you have a safe word? Or are you just all, all gas, no brakes? No, dude. If if there's no danger, then what's the thrill? It's fair. Uh, Mark M coming in saying, we heard the story about John embarrassing Danny at a Thai restaurant. What's the most Danny has embarrassed John? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> For interests of his career, I will, I'm going to point out only one instance that I can remember. A few years ago, Danny was <laughs> very you. lucky to get married to a, a beautiful and wonderful woman who, much like uh, both me and Pete, uh, who he's now in a relationship with people we don't deserve, uh, but somehow mm-hmm. managed to get there. So thanks for that. Uh, I was lucky enough to attend his wedding. It was a beautiful ceremony in Alaska. Um, however, one of the photos he shared, one of the primary photos that was shared, uh, was this one here, uh, which I want to share with you guys now. Uh, this is not, in fact, me with my wife, who I went to the ceremony with. Uh, this is me with our good friend Josh, um, who uh, everyone now has questioned whether I'm actually in a relationship with Josh, uh, not my you wife, do. as we look you incredibly look very happy, happy yeah, together. Look very happy. And we're also in matching happy outfits. together. Yeah. We also look at match. your hand on his shoulder, dude. <laughs> What you really have to ask yourself is where the second hand is. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> so that was yeah. That, that didn't share a photo of me and my wife, uh, but me and our very good friend Josh. <laughs> uh, two more here. Uh, Bums asks, "What would you rather fight? A hundred Nurgling-sized Titans or one Titan-sized Nurgling?" Oh, the tight, the Nurgling-sized Titans. In a second, man. In a like, second, yeah. Titan size Nurgling is a great on a one. Big Nurgling, like that's so gross. Yeah, um, it's. I don't know. It is, and we already covered. Just, if Val didn't actually have a didn't actually have a kid, what's he doing right now? He's on the couch. He, he's in some boy band I've never heard of. Uh, and then finally, uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about this one. Uh, what is Falcon's thoughts on Rogue One, and with its religious undertones, would he consider it a Christmas film? <laughs> So, like, the big thing about a Christmas film um, is there has to be character growth, and we really didn't see very much character growth um, in Rogue One. Um, and it really wasn't around that proper time of year. Um, but you need both. You can't have just one. And that's always been the problem with with films like Die Hard or other shitty, like, attempts at Christmas movies that aren't really mm-hmm. Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. So, no, Rogue One can't be a Christmas movie, unfortunately. Um but, oh. you know, if um, anybody in that, like, Lucasfilm area wants to sit down and chat, I'm sure we could put together a really good Christmas special. Oh, <laughs> they already Final. have one. They don't need a second one. No, no, a uh, one. We're going to skip skip Realtor 40K winner uh, just now. I'm uh, really mad about this. That, that'll come next week. Uh, that's a little we'll hook, come back as they week. call it in the industry. Uh, you'll have to come back again next week to play. Uh, actually, Dickie, throw up the, the little uh, bumper I made for it just as a tease. Oh, uh, yeah, one second. Is it long? Hmm. 
So, oh, I love it. Uh, people asking Val's in chat, and he just said, just mopped up a pretty catastrophic blowout, which don't share that, man. I don't know what we need oh, to man. do in your private time. Um, but yeah, let's wrap this up. Uh, Pete, as a guest, what, what do you want to plug? Uh, what do you want to ask people to write about AJ Sigmar for? Um, oh, I guess I could talk about that. I usually don't plug anything. Um, yeah, send a message to contact at goonhammer.com if you want to write an article about basically anything that's not 40k because we don't care about your 40k opinions. Um, uh, but but would love anything else. And um, other than that, like I got nothing else to say. Like, you guys are cool, I think you're pretty. Um, oh, there are no oh, other good thanks. 40k podcasts on the internet anymore, so uh, it's great. Wow, 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 well, high praise. I was uh, expecting just cynicism. I didn't say you man. guys were good, I just said there aren't any. Oh, so, like, we're <laughs> yeah. not any. God. no, don't worry, we're, we're gonna edit that out. That so does make more sense. Nice. Uh, Danny, anything you want to hit on uh, before we head out for the night? No, John, I don't. Beautiful. Uh, well, thank you everyone for joining us here on Grim After Dark. Uh, you can find all of our socials and way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. We are our YouTube partners now, uh, so you can join as a member of Grim After Dark to guarantee you get 100% access to the full recording of the live show afterwards. No edited versions for you. Uh, we will be back next Monday live at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish. And if you can't catch us live, like I said, subscribe to the podcast and all good services. And remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege and things can get any worse, join us here. And remember, it's always grim after dark. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you're out. The mics are live. Yay. Yay. Earl Hagen was a legend. Thanks a lot, guys. In 1960, he whistled his way into Hollywood and into our you, you should not actually. Decades later, he made a comeback. Yet. Lending those lustrous lips in the 1980s such bands uh, as the Scorpions, Guns N' Roses, uh, and Pat Benatar. Could you get the correct answer right now? Come on, a half century after his own band was added again. This time without cumbersome music accompaniment, he'll have you wetting your whistle and whistling along. Why wouldn't you just redo it from scratch? That sounds lazy. You could like do a whole new outro. Bonus album, uh, Earl like, whistles more shit. A collection of previously unreleased uh, material of Earl's favorite songs through the years. Outro? Yeah, On this bonus not? album, he yeah. demonstrates yeah. his newly mastered technique of inward whistling. It's who you think we pay you for? You don't have to pay you. You used to be in the CFL. He had a knee injury. It was life ending. Life ending knee injury? Life ending knee injury. And so he joined.